Okay, so today's daf is daf Yud Beis, page 12. We're up to daf Yud Beis, Ahmed Aleph. We are almost going to finish the parak, the uh, parak Ravi. Tomorrow, Bez Hashem, on Shabbos slash Yom Tif. We will start the fifth parak. This daf, however, is a little bit, um, I would say it's kind of a wrap-up of the Kudshim Shkalim uh, Gemaras for the next week or so, where the Shkalim ends on Daf Chav Beis. Okay, so we're now up to Daf Yud Beis, and the next week or so is going to be Agadat Gemaras. The next parak gets a little uh, gets a little easier. So today's Daf is a wrap up of what we've been learning, and we the uh, learning today should be Leilu Nishmas Sheshana Devarah Bashneir Zalman. Whose yard site is today? There's Rabbi Aaron, there's your mother. Yeah. Your mother, so it's Aaron Perel's mother. May uh, her neshama have an aliyah, and our learning should be a schus for her. All right, here we go. We're up to the, the top line of the Beis Amidal of Zot, the Mishnah. Very interesting. Let's give a quick introduction. There are many parts of the Beis Amikdash, like we learned, the Beis Amikdash is a whole production, it's a whole enterprise. So there are many parts to the Beis Amikdash that that need finances. What does it mean if somebody goes a, if somebody goes and says that my property belongs to the Beis Hamikdash? What part of the Beis Hamikdash do you want your stuff to be part? What do you want it to be part of? So that's going to be we're going to find the machlekes in our Mishnah, where ultimately the money goes, and here's the two primary approaches: either the money automatically goes to the default, we'll call it. The default goes to the Bedek the upkeep of the Beis HaMikdash, or the money is going to be used for the most kadosh thing possible. Okay? So if somebody says, Stam, you know, my thing's wrong, do we look at each item, and we say, oh, that is fit to be a carbon island. That's fit to be a blank. That's fit to be Bedek and you And you compartmentalize each thing. Okay, so those are the two main approaches to take, just to bring tangentially, even though it's not really a tangent, but Rav, Rav Pam Zechariah Nuracha would point out that, you know, there's a halacha, that if you have an animal that's fit to be brought, it's already Kaddish, and it's a tam, it's a perfect animal, there's no blemish, and it's fit to be brought as a carbon. It's a, it's aser mida it's forbidden to use it for something less valuable. Something less holy. You can't use something that's fit to be mamish brought up on the mezbeach for bedikabayis for the upkeep of the beis hamikdash. It's against the Torah to do that. So Rapam would point out that uh, an important message for our lives: things that we have or our own personal life. If if we are fit to be used for something more kaddish, why do we sell ourselves short? It's us to sell ourselves short, right? If I'm a person's fit to be a carbonyla, to give themselves completely over to Kaddish Baruch Hu, who are we to say, you know, uh, I'm, a, I'm a simple guy, I don't, need a, you know, I don't need to use myself for such holy things. No, for per, you know, our manufacturer knows more than us what we're fit for, what we're capable of doing. So it's very important to be honest in uh, this way. Okay, but here we go. So let's go, halacha number one of the Mishnah, Hamakdish Nechasov. If a person says that his property is going to belong to Hekdish, and amongst the things that he makes Hekdish, or things that are fit to be brought for a carbon Sibor, you give it to the Umnin 
you could give it to workers as their payment, right? People who work for the base on Megdash, you can give the property itself to the Omnin, you give the, the Kedusha itself to the workers. This is the opinion of Rabbi Akiva. Now, before we move on to the Machlokas, this is a fascinating thing, because until now we've learned, if you want to transfer Kedusha from something, it has to be onto something. Says Rabbi Akiva, it does, you don't have to transfer Kedusha onto something, you can transfer Kedusha onto labor. If somebody works, you could give them Kedusha. The Tikkun Chadatin, if you want to look on the fourth line, and the Tikkun Chadatin towards the end, it says, Dikasavar, because Rabbi Akiva holds Hektish Mishal HaMalacha. Hektish could go on to work, and go on to Malacha. Okay? It doesn't have to be on something. And he brings a proof, says the Tikkun Chadatin, because it says, You should make for me a Mikdash. You see the action of creating the Mikdash in and of itself is holiness. That's the opinion of Rabbi Akiva. Kedusha could transfer onto Malacha. Benazai says no. That uh, I don't. literally means that there's no set measurement. Benazai saying I don't agree with what you're saying. It does. It doesn't fit into, to uh, you know. I don't agree with the logic over there. Here's what you got to do. You set aside the value. You give it to Omnin, You give it to the craftsman. That you know. You got to first put the kedusha onto something. And then, once you put the Kedusha onto something, then you can use the rest for the craftsman wages. Then the same shtick that we pulled the, for the Ketairas of yesterday, right? In order to make it funds from new money, you do the same thing. And then you could, you, with the new money, you can, um, you can uh, with, with the new money of the Havshkalim, you buy it back from the craftsman. All right, Besaders. That's halacha number one. What do we see for the Mishnah? Halacha number one, Nachamal, right? Is that a person has nechasim that belong to Hekdish, and there are things that are fit to be a carbon seabor. So you have Machlekes, Rabbi Akiva, and Benazai. Rabbi Akiva says, Kedusha does not need to be transferred onto items. Kedusha can even be transferred onto labor. Can be transferred onto malacha. And therefore, if I have something Hekdish, I can pay with that thing that's Hekdish. I can pay craftsmen. Zot Benazai, no such thing. Benazai says no such thing. Rather, you got to put it onto items, not onto malach. All right, here we go. Halacha number two of the Mishnah. Hamakdish nechasim. A person makes his nechasim hektish. And you don't say. I don't say where, you know, what part of the base hamikdash I want my nechasim going to. And amongst the things that I was makdish, there's an animal that's fit to be brought as a carbon. Says halacha bay is something very interesting. Zecharim unikevus. I've got zecharim that are fit for particular types of karbanas and akevus and females. You sell the zecharim to be used ultimately with that money to buy a carbon Either way, says halacha beis, uh, says Rabbi Eliezer, you got to sell the animal and then the zechar you use for an ayla, use it for the highest possible kedusha that it could have attained, it could have reached, like the part we started out with today from Rav Pam. You know, you got to use it for the highest uh, shayich, the highest possible. So the zakhar used for an ayla, and the nekevis you sell. And all the profits fall with the rest of the, with the, rest of the money for the bedek abayis. That's the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer. Right, Rabbi Eliezer? Ah, Rabbi Eliezer walks into the room. Gavaldi. Says the Gemara, Bishu Amir Bishu says the Mishra, Bishu Amir Bishu says the Charamatsim Yikrabu Oilas. 
You don't sell the carbon. Rather, you take the Zaharim animals and mamish bring that as a carbon island. What do you got to sell it for, says Rabbi Shua? When the kevas yimachlu tzarchazivsham, but the kevas do need to be sold for shlamim. We'll see why. The yabi b'dmei ma'ilus, and then you take that money and also use it for carbon island. Shana chosim yiblu b'degabayis, and the rest of the money falls to the b'degabayis. Amar Rabbi Kiva. Okay, so what do you see from here? You see from here a machlekes Rabbi Liazers of the opinion that when you have zecharim and the kevas, both fit for the mizbeach. The zecharim you sell and use for an ayla, and then the kevas you also sell and use for an ayla. Rabbi Yeshua says. That no, it depends, right? Rabbi Shua says the zacharim are brought as an ayla. You don't sell it; you just bring the zachar, and then the kevas you sell and bring as a shlaman. Says Rabbi Akiva. I just, says Rabbi Akiva. By the way, Rabbi Shua. I prefer Rabbi Eliezer's opinion over Rabbi Shua because it's just a lot easier to follow. It's not less chesbainus, right? Every animal that's fit for the mizbeach. What do you do? Sell it. Sell it. Then you bring it as an ayla, right, Rabbi? Rabbi Rabbi Eliezer is more, uh, you know, is, is more flatline. There's, there's nothing, there's no issue with him. Right? And he's Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer is consistent. And Rabbi Yehoshua, Rabbi Shua is making differentiations between the Zacharim and Nekevs. Amar of Papayis, or Papayis, Shemat, Yeah, I hear both opinions. Amaktesh, Papayis, Kedivir, Rabbi Eliezer. I say, that beferish, a person who makes his things hectish beferish, then we follow Rebbe Eliezer, okay, because he didn't specify. He just made his animals hectish. He turned his animals into hectish. So, he's, Memela, what do you, when a person says stam, let me ask you a question. All of us sitting here and on Zoom, yeah? If you say your stuff belongs to hectish, what's your default intention? Unless you specify others, what are you going to say? Sektish belongs to Beis Hamikdash, right? Whatever you want, Beis Hamikdash, whatever you need. Bedegabayis, stop keeping the bedegabayis. Okay, so that's Rav, so, so, that's Rav Papayas. He says a person who stam makes his nachasim, makes his property hektish, the default is going to be to uh, to bedegabayis. Vamakdash stam k'divir bishu. And a person makdash stam is going to then the halacha is going to follow Rabbi Yehoshua, and we're going to say what, like we introduced today, that maybe. When I make something hektish, my intention is the Besamekdash should use it for the highest possible kedusha of that item to attain. So if it's a male, I want it as an ayla. If it's right, female, it could be a shlom. So it, that's the, he says, that's, uh, th- that's the machlekes. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Hamaktish nechasim, a person makes his nechasim hektish. And there's amongst my items that I give to hektish. There are things that are fit for them as including wine, oil, and oifas and birds. You sell it for whatever that particular species can be used for. The and ultimately you bring a carbon oil with, with all this. You bring an oil with everything. and the rest of the chosim are going to be used for the bedakabayas. Right? That's ultimately, he's agreeing that ultimately that's going to be the default. Zakt. The Gemara. Hamakdish v'chulu tzarchei tzibur. Halacha number one in the Mishnah. We said a person makes his possessions hektish. The tzarchei tzibur. What does tzarchei tzibur mean? Says the Gemara. And says, you know what it's referring to? Ketiris. It's referring to the Ketiris. Now here's what's going, what, what should be bothering us. Hamakdish nechasav. What's that? Ketiris. Isn't there a halacha that an individual is not allowed to have Ketiris? You're not allowed to make Ketiris? 
So that's what's bothering the Tiklin Chadzin over here. The Tiklin Chadzin kicks in and it says it has to, he says it has to be Rabbi Yechon who's giving the opinion that it's the Katerist. If you look at the first Tiklin Chadzin on the Gemara, um, he says, uh, the last four words, you see where it says, Hamakdash Bechulu Rabbi Yechon Amar Katerist. Last four words, Vesavarle Yachid Menadev Katerist. He must hold that a Yachid is allowed to make and be Menadev the Katerist, because otherwise you can't explain. You can't explain the Mishnah like this. All right. Amr Avayshir Avayshir says, Tiftar Ba'uma Mishel Ve'saftina She'inaito Be'scharai Keteris. No, you could be referring not only to Keteris itself, but the wages that are paid to Be'saftinas, who they would they would take the Keteris as their salary, and then we would redeem it, and so on and so forth, and that's how the Be'saftinas, that's the Chak that we explained yesterday. Okay. Now, let's go back to our Mishnah. We said in our Mishnah, that when a person makes his mechasim, okay, and we'll explain it to be the machlekes Rabbi Akiva and Benazai. So Rabbi Akiva says that there's a, there's a, you, you give it to the Omnim Bisharam, that you can mamish transfer Kedusha onto Malacha, onto labor. Benazai says no, the Kedusha has to go onto things, not onto. Labor it has to be on the so you might have to have an item. Says the Gemara, my time of the Ben Azai. What's the reason for Ben Azai? Says the Gemara simply, He says, I don't believe there's such, you need something Be'em. You need something physical, something here to transfer Kedusha onto. You can't transfer Kedusha onto a, a, a work. You know, I charge for labor and parts. Says Ben Azai, you could pay for parts. You can't transfer Kedusha onto labor. Rabbi Kiva argues. So there are things that when it comes to Kotche Bedekabayis, that when you make them Hektish, they go to Bedekabayis. And Shastam Hektish Bedekabayis, the default, if you make something Hektish, is it's going to go to the upkeep of the base of Hektish. Hektish Bedekabayis, Chal Alakoil. And the Hektish Bedekabayis goes on to everything, Omailam Bigid Luzan. And by the way, this is a discussion, okay, there's a whole shayla about this, but the, this b'risa holds that if you personally gain from the funds of a bedek bias, that is me'ila. Okay, funds of bedek is considered kachi kachim, and it is me'ila ba'im ba'hem hanaya l'kahanim. And there's another halacha, which is that the kahanim are not allowed to take any parts of it. There are certain karbonais that the kahanim do get parts from over here, the kahanim are uh, when you when you make your money hektish and by default it goes to the bedik abayis the kahanim are not allowed to get hana. Amr Chananya, Reb Chananya says this brisa the Reb Liazer he this brisa is following the opinion of Reb Liazer de Taninon because we learned the makdish nechos vayis and behema ruya gabi mizbeach a person makes his nechosim hektish and amongst his property are animals that are fit to be born in so you get rid of the animals, so to speak. You don't get rid of them, right? but you're selling them for the highest level of Kedusha. And the default goes to the Bedek Why? The reason for Rebbe Eliezer. Now again, so far we see why is Rebbe Eliezer the author of our Mishnah? Because he holds default. What's the default? The money goes to Bedek That was our Mishnah, okay? And just to explain his opinion, says Rebbe Eichanan, the reason for Belezer is Vish Yaktish Besa Kedish Hashem. There's one post that says when a man's Maktish's house, it's Kaidish Tashem. Bemaya Nankaima. 
Are we dealing with the house itself? In the base here, if you don't want the house itself, there's another puzzle that says, somebody goes and redeems his house. All right? So what are you talking about his house? You don't need two psukim back to back talking about the same thing. So rather, it must be that one puzzle is talking about his house, and one's talking about the things that are in his house. Okay? That's when we say even things that are inside the house are kaidesh to Hashem. Now, what are the things that are in your house? What's in your house? Things that I own. What was our Mishnah talking about? The very first two words. Hamakdish nechasar. Right? A person makes his nechasim. Nechasim, his possessions. Things that are in his house. That's our discussion. So you see from this Pasuk, the source for Rebbe Eliezer, that when you make your possessions hektish, the default is going to be, it should be used for the Bedekabai. What's the Machlaikas about? This whole Machlaikas is about when you have your property, possessions, okay, not your real estate, but movable property. But when it comes to animals, everybody agrees that if I'm Makdish my animals and I don't say anything, those animals are not used for Bedekabai. Not specific. Rabbi Barachuna B'Shem Rav, Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Ba, Ravchuna B'Shem Rav says, My pligan, what is the Machlekes of Lezir Vishu? He says, No, don't tell me the Machlekes by possessions, but by the animals. Everybody agrees that it goes to Karbonis. Rather, they're even arguing by animals. When it comes to Nechosim, called Amumudoi, Shuhu lebedigabai is there. Everybody will agree that it goes to bedigabai. Says the Gemara, what are you talking about? According to Rabbi Zeira, who says that the machlekes is by nechasim and it's not by animals. So we, we get the logic over there. Vakasha al the Rabbi Ba, but this opinion of Rabbi Ba, who says that there's a machlekes concerning the animals themselves. If a person says my animals are hektish, one opinion says it goes to bedigabai. The other opinion says it goes to it goes to animals. Where will Yeah, is, could it enter your mind that there's an animal that we make hektish? That's not for the mizbeach. Says the Gemara, no. Really, We're dealing with an animal that is fit for the mizbeach. Why would somebody make his animals um, hektish without saying what, what exactly he wants it to be used for? Yeah, it is. So here's the here's the here's the back and forth. Here's the two approaches. Approach number one is like this: Why doesn't somebody talk? Here's the problem. The problem is this guy didn't talk. He says this thing. He says my animals are hectish. That's all he says. Can you give us some more information, please? No. The guy kicks the bucket. He dies. <laughs> He's out of here, right? So he says my animals are hectish. So here's the two approaches. Approach number one is, listen, you say your animals are hectic. We're going to assume that, of course, you want your animals to be brought as carbonized. You don't want to be brought as bedicabais. You want to be used for the highest possible kedusha that these things would be used for. The other approach is no. If a person wanted his animals to be brought as carbonized, you'd say that. You'd say that. You have such an opportunity here, right, to make your animal a carbon island. You'd say, I want my animal to be brought as an island. He's saying, I want my animal to belong to hectic. You say, why Why didn't you do it? So the, this is the second approach is, maybe he talked by not saying that, and it's like, 
you, you left out the main thing. You wanted to be brought as a garba. You left it out. We're going to assume that a default goes to Batakabat. Those are the two opposing uh, the, the two appro- opposing approaches. And again, what are they based off of what the guy's intent is? Because that's really what it all boils down to. Okay. Rabbi Echinan Rabbi Echinan says, Laishanya, he amakdish chos, he amakdish adra, he like says, Reb Yechinan, yeah? Whether you are makdish your property, whether you are makdish animals, there is a machlaikas, all right? So he's following the original approach of Rebbe Elias. All right, here we go. Rafkunam Bashem Rabbi Avo, Bashem Rabbi Yechinan, says, we got to add that in, always in your shalmi. Doesn't say Omar, we got to. Says, things that are kaidish for the bedek habayis, that a person is paid to them when they are fit for the mizbeach, they go out to be chulin. Okay? Even before they get a mum, they don't yet have a mum, it's still, you're, you're allowed to use it for your, for your, uh, for your own things. Now, Here's the little bit of background for this. We know there are times where you're allowed to be podahektish. You remove kedusha from things. If I remove kedusha from something, does that mean I can use it for whatever I want? No. There's a halacha that, yeah, I can get personal benefit from it, but I can't do anything that is disrespectful to it. So, for example, if you have an animal that belongs to hektish and I'm paid it, I can shecht it, I can eat the meat, I can milk it, but I'm not allowed to like have it start plowing my field. Okay, there's a certain element where it needs to be, uh, it needs to be treated with kedusha. Masnisa amrakim, and uh, you can really see this from a mishnah vladon bechalav mutul It says that the vladon bechalav and our mutter achar pidyanim, but only those things, right? Only those things are mutter. After the pidyon, other things are not allowed. Top of Amr Beis, Rav Chizkiyah says in the name of Rav Tiftar, we should explain the Mishnah. We're dealing with an animal that was paida at the time that it was a tamim, and then it got a mum. But until it got a mum, it's not completely chulun. He even holds. That their vladim and their milk are aser achar pidyanum only when it was originally a carbon. Okay? Otherwise, you're not allowed to use even the wool and the milk only, uh, only after they received a mum, after they received a blemish. Rav Chizkiah says in the name of Rav Yusa, and now we're just going to prove this halacha that we just stated that you're allowed to be poda an animal without a mum. Okay, even so, no, it's a chiddush because it's fit for the mizbeach. What are you doing? Being paid. So we're going to prove this because it says kachi the gabayis shapatim tamim liyatzu lechul kachi by the gabayis tamim tamim. There's no mum. There's no mum. So halacha is yatzu lechul. Then God be chulin in tamar la yatzu lechulin. And yeah, if you're going to say that they can't become chulin, I don't understand. Heich kachi mizbeach. How's it shayach to have kachi mizbeach chulin al kachi by the gabayis? How do you have kachi mizbeach that's chal? Al Kodshe Bedegabayitz, it's not possible in the first place. So in order for our mission to work out, you see that it's Shaykh to be Paideh 
it's it's uh, it's possible to be paida these animals even before they receive a bal even even before they receive a blemish. Says the Gemara, no. Let me explain. You don't necessarily have a proof because bali mumin. When an animal has a mum, kodshim is beach chola alein. When something has a mum, you can still they, they still retain kodshim mizbeach. Okay, laida mila. As far as what? As far as what? These things have a mum. Okay. So as far as which halacha is it considered hektish? The giza avoda. As far as giza and avoda, what does it mean? As far as giza and avoda is concerned, that you're not allowed to use them in a way that's disrespectful. But as far as milking and, and the meat and the wool, those things are uh, those things are permitted. Okay. Hipfresh the kevla lasol pesach lasham. If a person sets aside a nekeva for an oila, a pesach and an asham. Now, what's the problem? What's the problem? Can a carbon pesach be a female? No, right? We know as Torah Jews that the same way males have roles and females have roles and I will never become pregnant. Yeah, whether I identify as a female or not, I can't become pregnant. A male has a role, a female has a role. So too by carbonus. Certain carbonus are males, certain carbonus are females. So you, uh, a person sets aside a female animal as an ayla, a pesach, or an asham that are only male. Now, lacha is aisa tamura. You could transfer the kedusha onto a male now. Okay, so I made it a pesach, an ayla, or asham. So what I do, I take that shame pesach, I take the name of the ayla, the pesach, and asham, I transfer it now onto a male, shalom al yisrael. Shimon says the ilasa aisa tamura. If you made it an ayla, then you could change it onto a male. But if you said that this female is a pesach, then it, that's not going to work. Okay? Um, the, we're going to see the nafkamina soon between an ayla, pesach, or asham. It has to do with how each one becomes established. But otherwise, it seems like a contradiction. If they all need to be male, why does some work, some not work? No matter what, all three of them fit in the same category. And now let's get into the machlaikas. Again, what's the machlaikas? So we have the opinion of Rabbi Shimon, who says that if a person makes, um, just to say this outside, the person has a female animal. And I say my female animal is a Ayla, a Pesach, or an Asham. Says Rabbi Shimon, you transfer the kedusha by an ayla. You don't transfer the, the you don't do tamura by a pesach and shlamim. However, Shem ben Yehuda, quoting Reb Shimon, says that you can't. Um, you um, tamura. No matter what, you can't do tamura. Amar Rav Yechon Rav says time of the Reb Shimon. The reason for Reb Shimon, who makes a chilik between ayla pesach and shlamim, is this. Because you find that a, a female bird can be fit to bring an ayla. So you see like this. It's not, it's not a vart that a nekeva has no shaykhis to being an ayla. A nekeva has shaykhis, has a relationship, has a, some sort of connection. There is a possibility that exists as, as, as uncommon as it is. And therefore, you can... Do Tamura from a Nekeva. 
And the Vechanan says, Time of Rabshim Ben Yehuda, the reason for Rabshim Ben Yehuda is <clears throat> that if you have an animal that's Min Bemina, who's Cholok, that you can, you can uh, differentiate between, okay, you can make a, a uh, difference between. Certainly, when you have min, okay, what's min? So we're going to call one species of animals a male, one species of animals a female. So if min, you can't transfer to Tamura and give Kedusha Saguf, certainly by a Zachar and a Keva. What type of min do we see a Chilik? Like the Brisa, which says, Asham ben Shana, if a person is, uh, if a person's Chayev to bring an Asham, that's within a year old. Okay, just note when we talk about ages, the ages that we give as, I would say, Americans is not correct. If somebody, because really, if somebody is 20 years old, they are in their 21st year of life. That means you've finished 20 years and you're now currently living in your 21st year. Okay? So there are certain carbonis that when we say it has to be uh, ben shana, it means it has to be within a shana. Can't be older than that. Okay, so just just uh, keep that in mind when we hear whenever we hear ages of carbonis to know to be mechalik. It doesn't mean oh, what we refer to as a two year old or a one year old. It's really within that year. Okay, um, so you have somebody who's obligated to bring a carbon asham that is within a year old, and he brought a carbon asham which is one years old, meaning it's in its second year of life, which is not fit to be his asham. Or he's supposed to bring an asham that's in his second year of life, and he brought a one within its first year. It's kosher, however, it doesn't go to the bailim Either way, it's not going to be hektish. But you see, clear from here, that the female animal is not going to take on Kedusha Saguf. It's not going to get the, the, the Kedusha Saguf. And if it doesn't have Kedusha Saguf, then Tamura doesn't work. Tamura only works when I have something that, the, that when I have an animal that's Kedush on one side, I want to transfer that same Kedusha elsewhere. But if the Nekeva that's set aside as a carbon never took on Kedusha Saguf, so what are you doing Tamura too? A male? It doesn't have the Kedusha in the first place to be able to transfer. Reb Shimon and Reb Yeshua both agree. The same way Reb Yeshua says that if a person says, my Nekeva is an Ayla, what happens to it? It doesn't get Kedusha Saguf. Because an akeva can't be an ayla, right? Certainly by an animal, we said that. Rather, what kedusha does it get? The kedusha of value. Everybody's going to be in agreement. Even in our mission, we have a machlekas. Whether you could do tamura from a female, they're all in agreement that the max you're going to have, the most kedusha you're going to have is kedusha zdamen. In tamar kitsha, kedusha saguf, yiru. Okay, because if you're going to say that that it has kedusha sagov, the halach is going to be that you let it uh, year, you let it graze till it gets a blemish, till it uh, gets a mum, and then you would sell it, and that's not the opinion of either. Amar Rebbe, Rebbe says, I don't agree with Rebbe Shimon concerning a carbon pesach. 
Shemaiser Pesach Ba Shlamim. You hit it, it's beautiful. Because we know that carbon, we know this from Sachem, that a carbon Pesach and a carbon Shlam is in the same family. And since a Pesach and a Shlam is in the same family, despite the fact that a carbon Pesach cannot be a female, a Shlamim is a female. Okay? So if it's in the same family and a default Pesach can become a Shlamim, so, uh, so Pesach also has Shaykhis to Shlamim. Uh, a female Pesach also can be chal. In other words, the same way we said an ayla can't be a female, why would you do tzmura to an ayla? He said, oh, because eh, a bird, a female bird can be brought as a female. He says, okay. So then say the same thing by Pesach and Shlomim, right? Even if it's not the exact same thing, but, uh, but as soon as we find a shaykhis, as soon as we find a connection, the, the, that gives it its status. The Gemara, the Gemara asks, why don't we why doesn't he say that I agree with Rabbi Shimon specifically by a carbon pesach, but not by an asham shemaiser asham ba'ila? Because an asham becomes an ayla. It is by an asham; it has to be a male as well. But what happens by that if you have an extra asham? It doesn't end up being brought. What do you do? You bring it as an ayla. Well, now that it becomes a carbon ayla, didn't we say that there's a type of ayla, i.e., female bird? So then, an asham as well should be able to uh, to do tamura by a female. Amr says, If somebody sets aside an animal to come Pesach and ultimately is brought as a Shlamim, Gufai Kareb Shlamim, then that animal itself is brought as Shlamim. You don't have to transfer Kedusha. An actual carbon Pesach can ultimately be brought as a Shlamim. And Hektish Asum Ba'aylib, when something is set, is set aside as an Asham, and then you ultimately bring it as an Ayla, in Gufai Kareb A Love. You don't take that animal that's an asham and turn it into an ayla. That's not the way it works for the extra ashams. You know how it works? You take the asham, you let it get a mum, sell the, sell the animal, take the money and purchase an ayla. That's already a whole different animal. So then an asham is too far removed from the halach of an ayla to say that females have any shaykhs so that we can do tamura from it. My pligi, what's the machoikas over here between Rebbe and Reb Shimon? My pligi, okay. The difference is whether you hold that when uh, when it becomes hektish, whether it only has kedushas damim or whether it has kedushas haguf. Reb Zera b'shem Reb Shimon Lakish says Reb Zera calls Shimon Lakish to say time with Reb Yeshua. The reason for Reb Yeshua. Who says this needs explanation? Let's look back at our mission on the top of Yud Beis We said in the name of Rabbi Yeshua, very interesting halacha. Zok Rabbi Yeshua, you know what you do when somebody makes their uh, their animals fit for the mizbeach? So Rabbi Yeshua says, "Zecharim atzma mikrevu eilus." The zecharim themselves are brought as eilus. Then a kavis you sell, and then the rest by default go to the Bedekabayas. So where does that come from? Rabbi Akiva says, I like Rabbi Eliezer because he's consistent. Rabbi Yeshua, I'm not really following, right? That was Rabbi Akiva's approach in the Mishnah. Rabbi Yeshua says, a, a person just makes this, their, their, their property uh, hektish. And amongst the property are animals. So the male animals become eyeless. Female animals sell them and then use that money to purchase a shlamim, and then everything else goes to the Bedekabayas. We're going to focus on that. Says the Gemara, what's going on? Time to Yeshua. Says the reason for Yeshua. 
Speak to the Kahana and tell them anybody who brings an which means that anything that's set aside for hectish and is fit to be an Eilah should be brought as Eilah. This is talking about a Tomim Zachar. Which is the ideal is How do we know that everything ultimately should be used for an ayla? Rabbi Yeshua said, What do you do with the Nakeva? You sell it, you take the money and buy an ayla. Because the Nakeva itself can't be an ayla. He says, Dega, says, How do you know even the Nakeva should ultimately be used as an ayla? From all cattle, Last step of Gemara for today. Getting to the two dots. We'll pick up from here, from there tomorrow. If Yisak B'nei Rebbe Lazar, Shal Yisak B'nei Rebbe Lazar asks, Ksiv Zacha, it says that a male should be used as an Eilah, V'at Amit Babakar, the Rabbis Anakavis. He says, Shkoyach. From the word Babakar, you, you're telling me every type of cattle should ultimately be used as an Eilah. But then why did I say Zacher? Zacher is a prat. It's exclusive. So why are you using the word babakar, the inclusive word, to override the exclusive word? The kavasok said tamim, because similarly we find there's got to be a tamim. Are you going to tell me that, oh, tamim's got to be complete? Oh, you know, babakar means even with a blemish. You're not going to say that, right? Why are you using the general word to override the specific word? My and what's the nafkamina between these two? What's your whole, uh, what's your whole mahalach? Asks Rabbi Yitzchak. Rav Amarav says, Shifta de Kadkeda Beinea. The difference is what is noticeable. All right? Meaning that um, you can notice the difference between a male and a female, but you don't always notice a mom. And something which is noticeable, you keep that, uh, you, you keep that in place. Something that's not noticed, for example, a, uh, uh, an animal with a mum, so we're going to say it's, that's where we keep it, not fit to be brought with the other type of carbon, and Bezajam we will pick up from here tomorrow with Rebbe Eliezer Oimer. Just a, a uh, little bit of a... Um, th- these are, f- like we explained, t- we started out today, that this daf Yudbez was the last full daf of Hektish for Mesech Shlomim, the next... Uh, seven or eight blot there's a lot of uh, fascinating Agatha Gemaras and uh, we're uh, starting from the new Perak so we have a little bit of this uh, left this is uh, a lot of Yedias a lot of Yesaitis some of us may feel more connected to it than others uh, the next week seven eight days Gemaras do get a lot easier so uh, just uh, keep that in mind alright have a wonderful Shabbos and a wonderful Yom Tov.